0: And of course, it's that time again on a Friday when AM Live presents another update from the Coalface with Martin Cremer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good morning, Martin. The risk of investing in mining in South Africa has been heightened uh, by allegations made this week in the Public Protector's report uh, into state capture.
1: Yes, this is very concerning. You know, the observations made in that report uh, have one's hair standing on end and definitely need to be thoroughly interrogated and investigated. And we do hear that people have not been given a chance to reply. Well, there was a major press conference yesterday. They could have replied immediately. There's always a chance to reply. Uh, You know, did these things happen or did they not happen? It's yes or it's no. I mean, there are so many hard details there that they are so easy to respond to. And if, you know, state entities are engaging in what has been observed there. They must be called to account. And I think that they need to be called to account perhaps faster than just through a judicial commission of inquiry. They need to take out big ads or they need to come onto uh, media to say whether this is correct or it's not correct because it's too serious to leave for 198 days. You know, I think that urgent applications should be brought demanding, is this correct? Did you give a prepayment of nearly a billion rand? How can you treat the state-owned organization as your own fiefdom? Who gave you that? This was not uh, a cost plus mine. So why are you applying cost plus uh, type of criteria to it? And we see that it's deeply involved in colia, the whole irregular, the integrity of uh, our regulatory framework is just being punctured, you know, very, very seriously, which will put investors off for a long time. You know, they don't recover from these things. The uncertainty that this will create. Now they want a, an additional time to to, to reply. They've already say they've given boxes of information. You don't give big thirteen big boxes. You give short replies. These require short replies. They are uh, very firm observations. Say yes or no. And we have been involved as a, as a publication in the early stages of this uh, Optimum coal saga. And we know what was on offer there. And I think if it had been studied carefully, we might not have had this problem now. Because what Optimum was saying, instead of exporting coal, we will take that coal that we were exporting and we will give it in to, to, to um, Eskim. And, but we have processes here. We'll wash this to their quality. But because it's got a higher heat value and it actually gives less downtime, we will lift our price. You know, it could have been something that could have been negotiated or otherwise dealt with in a way that was more transparent. We need a lot more transparency in this country. You know, the whole demeanor of the Department of Mineral Resources that they can just go forward and, and take decisions on rehabilitation money. This is normally locked up because you've got to rehabilitate the damage that you've done to the earth. So that money is sacrosanct. You can't have it floating around like it is now. You can't have uh, the integrity of the Department of Mineral Resources remain when permission is given without a public announcement that you can take large sums of money and let them move into different bank accounts You know, from one to the other. We know that there's going to be a time when you come to rehabilitate is that money going to be there? I believe we need full transparency now. We need all this rehabilitation money put on the internet for the
0: public to know who's where it is. Who's responsible for it and what's happening to the interest? We I think what we need is that commission of inquiry to get to the bottom of all of this because Brian Malefi also at pains to explain yesterday that uh, this was by no means something peculiar, saying that they've done this before. It is something that ESCOM uh, you know, generally seems to do. So clearly there's a lot that needs to be uh, interrogated, a lot of information that still needs to come to the fore. Uh, but of course, it's been said ever and a day, martin uh, that, there, that there has to be greater investigation also into the mining sector and, and 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 what goes on in that sector and 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 you know how south africa gets to benefit from all of this because the mining charter gets flouted left right and center no repercussions there's a lot going on here and 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 i think We perhaps do need that investigation more than some of us think we do.
1: In the meantime, I think the Chamber of Mines, as it said yesterday, should go for an urgent meeting with the President and the Department of Mineral Resources to say, we want your integrity, the impugning of your integrity has got to end. Where do you stand here? There have been so many changes of people there. You know, you can't have a, a minister flying irregularly to Switzerland to do certain deals. I mean, who is accountable for all this they've got to bring this into the open i think it's important that you have a commission of inquiry but commissions of inquiry take a long time and people can drag them on and we know that with the murray uh, commission that went on and on way beyond what it was supposed to do we can't afford this to happen i think the chamber is correct they need an urgent meeting now uh, they want this integrity of the dmr to be fixed now it 's no good letting it just pass on and on because you know we, the, 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 the time uh, in mining is cyclical you know now things are down now you need to take that opportunity to to get investors in, and that 's not going to happen against this background.
0: And then, of course, this week, there was also the passing of a new minerals bill by Parliament uh, has again uh, failed to de-risk mining investment, as was the case two and a half years ago. Exactly.
1: No one is putting South Africa's interests first. It's all factional interests. It's all private interests. It's all, Mm. you know, irregular interests being put ahead now. You must give credit to the president. He did send this bill back on the grounds that it didn't quite have constitutional muster. It seemed like it didn't have, uh, you know, it wouldn't pass the constitutional test. But now it's been languishing for two and a half years. They bring it back to Parliament. You would think it would have been fixed. They twiddle, they tweak with little things and push it through again. You know, it hasn't de-risked mining investment. Now you've got a situation where everybody's pinning hopes, you know, that the National Council of Provinces will fix it. It shouldn't be up to the National Council of Provinces and regulations to fix these things. It should be fixed in the legislation right away. And at least one big thing came up, uh, you know, uh, as has been pointed out by uh, James Lorimer, the Shadow Mineral Resources Minister. And it was raised by the House of Traditional Leaders. The House of Traditional Leaders said, please, guys. Let's have mining licensing transparent. Let an independent body do it like happens in Chile and other countries because this opacity around the awarding of license and the darkness cannot go on.
0: And then, of course, Martin, strong new calls to put an end to mine disasters are being made on the eve of the first anniversary of that horrific uh, mining tragedy in Brazil last year. Exactly.
1: Tomorrow is the first anniversary anniversary of that. And that's where the mining industry needs to look at itself in the mirror. How can you know, we had a disaster now, Brazil had a disaster and they need to have an auditing of these sludge dumps. We can't have sludge slides killing people and mine mud flooding people's houses. That's got to end. They must come up with audits like they audit financially. They must also audit on the waste front.
0: Well, Martin, we're going to leave it there for this week. Uh, Martin Cremer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. And he'll be back at the, uh, with another edition of At the Coal Face, same time next Friday, 8 o'clock. Namsim Luli up with the latest news.
1: This news is sponsored by Nissan. Get hardworking fleet deals on the Nissan NP-300 hardbody and the NP-200. For more info, visit nissan.co.za.
0: SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Thanks Sakina, Top Stories at